Hi there, guys. Just a little uh, little side note before you devote your ears to this delectable episode of the podcast. We had some mic issues. I had the crazy, crazy idea of trying this with two separate mics. And you will hear in the episode, it doesn't work out that way. There's a slight echo between the two. Dan sounds perfect on both, and I sound too loud on Dan's, believe it or not. I have the biggest gob in the industry. Anyway, hope you enjoy the episode, regardless of the issues. We will sort it out next week. Hello and welcome to Sarcasmic Cast 2 Electric Boogaloo. I'm Dan. And I am Jake. I didn't have anything witty to say there. I was genuinely I'm, thinking of something witty. I'm pleased you just said I am Jake. Well. Just 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 for a change. Mm. But um speaking of like the name of the podcast, uh I found out that I spelt the name of name of it wrong. Oh yeah, I remember this. <laughs> it's What's uh, your excuse? I don't know. I just spelled it the way I thought it was spelled. It's so I spelled B U G a L O, but oh, not sarcasmicast. No, no, it's boogaloo, not boogaloo. So it's boogaloo, not boogaloo. That's it. There you go, boogaloo. So the name of the podcast has changed, but the graphic I still need to change that. And the quality of the podcast has not changed. No, it's still the same old shite. Yeah, it is. So how have you been? It's been a while. It has. It's been three weeks since I've saw a movie. A movie which we'll talk about in this podcast. Yeah, and I've seen it's a film we've both seen. That's a first for a while. Finally. The last, pro- the last proper podcast that we've done was the Brightburn one. No, it was Nerg. But that one hasn't gone up yet. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> you will hear <laughs> us talk about Nerg. A mysterious entity known as Nerg. Uh, Virtual Gaming Con it was alright but we aren't going again next next year so playing with shitty soup was the last episode playing, playing with cold soup cold soup well I, I said <laughs> shitty soup no no it was cold soup because that's that's what Brandon Rogers does with his soup who's Brandon Rogers oh he's a YouTuber I'm named no, no one knows right so since we spoke last I think I've been to a Comic Con I've been to Comic Con this year Dan can not, say he's been to Comic Con. I can say I've been to Comic Con. Not the world famous San Diego Comic Con. No, he's too good for that. Newcastle Comic Con. <laughs> Everyone's heard of that. No one has heard of that. Did you see Paul McGann? I saw him. Did you get his autograph? I don't him? know who he is, so I thought it would be worthless. Oh. Okay, I guess I'll wait for the I know, time, I know. I think I know who he was Doctor Who. For a very, very, very brief period. Almost mm. an hour and a half. Was he in Casualty or something like that? Uh, I'm unaware of anything else he's been nah, in. Nah, I'm not either. But so, yeah, the Comic Con I thought was alright. It was cheaper than Nerg by like. A half? Literally, more than half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was, was 18? Like 18, and this was £8 again. And, uh, so that tenner will buy you a chip supper. Yeah. Um, How was the food there? Was the food there? There was food there, but I didn't have any. Actually, no, no. I did. I'll get that. It was just, just a little thing, though, but I'll get to it in a second. Little picky bits. Um, so the queue to game when we got there was kind of large and this was about half long by the time we got there so mm-hmm. it had already been on for about like an hour and a half yeah we got there on the Sunday and it was like a two day event for the weekend um, so the queue was big but we weren't waiting long okay. so we got in uh, paid on the door eight quid uh-huh. and it was a warm day and there was a dude there in a full size Chewbacca costume I was like you're going to be roasting son he will look like Chewbacca hot. on the inside. Like he was like wearing stilts, obviously, because he wasn't really like eight, eight foot tall. But oh, um, folk dresses like stormtroopers and everything. And I bet you're gonna be hot in that because yeah. it, it was a warm day and it was stuffy. And the room itself, with all the stores in, it was quite small. Well, not it wasn't large. It was n- it wasn't a sports and long. Hall. No, it wasn't mm-hmm. a sports hall. Which is what we had at Nerg. Well, yeah, that would have been better for this. Mm-hmm. So. Went in eight quid, um, got hand stamped. So I haven't got them all because I've been washed. I guess boy washes. Uh, surprise, surprise. Once a day in the sink. Hey. So got there and uh, you know when I go to stuff like this, I have like a look around the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Then, I, the then I might go back and pick out things that I really like. You leave no stone unturned. Yeah. 
Um, but apart from like, the usual stalls and all that, there wasn't many comic book stalls, which is odd for a comic con. Right. There was about two or three. Mm-hmm. And I bought uh, Batman Volume 7 from New 52. Ah. Endgame. With uh, it's like a joke, Joker story. Really, Endgame. Really good. Endgame. I'll get... We'll get to that. I'll get I'll, I'll, I'll get there. Well, 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 well. Uh, what else to buy? I bought... Well, I'm a big fan of Captain Scarlet. Yeah. So I, I saw... Jerry Anderson. Yeah. The boy. I saw like this doll of, of uh, Captain Scarlet, so I bought that. I was expecting to... Because they've had like no price, so I was expecting maybe like 15 to 20 quid. I don't know how much thing, these things go, really. Mm-hmm. So I asked the dude... He says, how much is that? I didn't ask like, like that. I said, excuse me, sir, how much is that there, please? How much for that fine piece of figurine that you are willing to sell for a price which you have considered? More or less. There you go. And he said three pund. Three, three quid. Three pund. Three three pounds. To be fair, if it was boxed, that value would have gone up like 500%. Probably, yeah. And even if he had, if he had, if he had a hat. Oh, he no didn't hat. come with that. No. So I have to see if I can find that. So hat. that little cut of um, do you remember the end credits of Captain Scarlet when he's in like different dangerous situations, like he's underwater and like sharks are circling? Oh, I love that end credits sequence. Isn't I... isn't there one? Oh no, sorry, it's not where he's grabbing for his hat. He's grabbing the dynamite because he's oh. trapped under rocks. Oh. That's I, I yeah, I had in my mind that that was his hat. So I was gonna say he ah. definitely lost his hat there. Yeah, why would we? Why 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 would he be reaching for his hat? I don't know, Indiana Jones did it and made it look <laughs> that's, cool. That's very true. Aye. So I bought that, and I bought like a, a print. I'll show you right here, actually. The boy has a print. Of Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. That actually looks pretty sick. It does, doesn't it? I think we're going to have to take an image of that and put it up. Yeah. Just so people have a visual representation of it. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh-huh. And uh, I also bought the Matrix Jigsaw, because I like Jigsaw, and I, and I like the Matrix, so I thought... This is right up my street, this. If you put that jigsaw together, will it give you answers for the finality of the series? Because I, it wasn't clear enough. It's 300 pieces. So if I put that together, I will have wasted about a day and a half of my life. Yeah. <laughs> a, day, a day and a half? Does it take that long to do a 300 piece jig, jig, jigsaw? I haven't done one of those in ages, but the thing that I hear now with people <laughs> is if... In the jigsaw underworld. In the jigsaw hood... <laughs> Um, they make the jigsaws and then they frame them. Yeah. If uh, the design is good. Which I think the de- the design on this is actually pretty good. It's Trinity, Morpheus and uh, Neo in a- the city. A- a- oh, I was going to say akin to the Matrix uh, Reloaded uh, yeah, cover. Looks like that, I, yeah, looks ah, right. And I bought a cupcake with a bat symbol on top. I was... It was very tasty. Ah, okay. Was it the same price as Mr. Captain Scarlet? It was one one pound thirty. So nearly half. Quite expensive for a cup, cupcake. Mm, at an event like that, not you really. Think? Aye. Oh. You've got to think about how hard it was to get the print, like the bat symbol, because that probably would have been the most costly thing on the whole thing. Yes, because oh. it's just like flour, eggs, and shit. But uh, this Comic Con was much more tailored towards like the younger Comic Con goers. Yes, because there was like a makeup thing and all that, where you learn how to do. Or they do like gory makeup on you, mm-hmm. and there was like a, a set of uh, Gremlins, where from Gremlins Two or the first one, I can't remember which I've been a bit lost since I've seen them. But they're sitting in the cinema and they're watching some on screen. Yes, so you can take take a seat in this pretend cinema, mm. and then they have the and you have your photo taken. Yeah, with the that was that was the first film where they read this the Cineplex. And watch Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember that. Was it that film though? I that's right. Yes, right. Hitler's favorite film. <laughs> so, in the past few days, moving on now from my Comic Con experience. Actually, you know, have you been up to much then? How's your life been? Work is a thing. You've um, been away, haven't you? I have. But now you're back. I had a graduation. Five hours space. Ah, oh, well. I just came here to find you sitting <laughs> with that sad look upon your face. I should have changed that stupid lock. I should have made you leave the key. I if I'd have known for just one second, you'll be back to bother me. There we go. <laughs> just keep going now. I'm, I'm here for the long run. Go I on now, go. Walk go out the door. Go on now, go. Walk out the door. Yep. Just turn around now. You're not welcome anymore. There we go. I'm just going to stop you there because I'd help you. Um, yeah, you yeah I attended yes. a, a graduation. Not yours. 
No, I have graduated. I'll try that again. I I graduated uh, last year and mm. have been with the company who gave me my first postgrad job ever since. Not going to name drop. But yes. Burger King. <laughs> hey, them boys do awesome halloumi burgers. I've never had no, really. Yeah. yeah, they genuinely do a halloumi burger, which is literally just lettuce, tomato, red onion, I think, and a, a, a halloumi fritter slice. Mm, cool. Halloumi is lush. So, I mentioned the word endgame earlier. Woo! So I'm going to segue into something here. You're going to segue. Avengers has now become the highest grossing movie ever made. Ever made. About friggin' time. Two point eight billion, almost ish, sort of. I don't know. I didn't check. Judging of how popular this movie has been, and judging how long it's taken to get to there, and judging the fact that they had to re-release this, uh, Sorted Avatar was re-released. Uh, that's 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 very true. I, 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 actually, Stunned. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that shitty yeah. 3D, like like a three-hour extra cut. To, to be fair, Avatar's like re-release cut was significantly different, was it? I haven't watched the... I haven't either, but I'm, from what I heard, they've added more stuff than what the Avengers re-release did. All I can say on this matter is Avengers is the better film. Yeah, easy. Everyone will say that. Mm-hmm. Avatar is... If you take away the aspect that it was revolutionary at the time. I mean, you look at it now and there's patches of it where you st- where you go, "Oh yeah. That's 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 awesome. That James Cameron worked really hard on this." And then you think, it's been 10 years since Avatar, nearly 10 years since Avatar. Where the fuck are the other movies, James? Where the fuck are you doing? Well, now though, also Avatar is dances with wolves in space. Now that you said there was 10 10 years since Avatar, it's time for episode two of the Sarcasma Quiz. Shit, that's, a, that's incredible. Insert theme tune here. So, what I thought was, Jake, from 2010 to 2018, Ooh. can you name the highest grossing film for each year? So, Avatar was 2009. Yes. Avengers Endgame was 2019. Yep. What's the highest grossing film for every year in between them. I've okay. got the list right here. Okay. I can see what it is, but you can't. Can, can you tell me what it I is? I can also see what you have because of the mirror behind you. <laughs> he doesn't have a mirror. Um, okay, 2010. Um, I am trying to remember what came... Toy Story 3... Alice in Wonderland made a killing at the box office, so I've got to consider that. Right, I found a game show sound effect on my phone here. Should we- That's not... Really a theme tune though, is it? No, and I actually thought I got Alice in Wonderland right there, so fuck you. Oh no, I, I wasn't listening to what you said there. Sorry. <laughs> right, so what did you say? Well, I'm I'm going through my options because Toy Story right. three came out that year. That's true. Alice in Wonderland made a killing at the box office. Right. Somehow, like, like really, <laughs> didn't, didn't didn't work. Didn't work. It's all right, Tim Burton shit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, oh, Inception. Shit. Okay. Oh, Inception was... Yeah. yeah. But judging by your surprise tone there, that's not... It is not Inception. <laughs> Very um, well done. I know. I'm, I'm deceptive. What can I say? I'm, I'm sleuthy. Sleuthy boy. Um, I genuinely am rattled in the brain, so I am going to go with Alice in Wonderland, Tim Burton's Toilet Bowl. Ha! Aha, okay. The correct answer is Toy Story 3. Shite. It was, honestly, it was between the two. Yeah, and I was thinking, go on, go for it. Because last last quiz, you got them all right. Okay. The porn one, the sex one. Shows you what I am like as a person. Yes. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah. Shows my true colours. So that was 2010. I'm I'm calling this now. 2011. Most of, like, 90%, maybe 80% of all these films that are top of each year Guaranteed distributed by Disney. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah, more or less. Yep. I think. Cool. 
2011. Mm-hmm. Shit. That wasn't the year for Sky... That was <laughs> the year for Skyfall, wasn't it? I'm not saying, I... I'm not saying anything. Oh, shit. Right, okay. Because this is very, this is very important. Because Skyfall made a killing as well. Um, <laughs> that's the most evilest laugh. That's my, I've ever that's heard. my Blofeld laugh. It was good. It I, he doesn't even laugh anyway. So I, what I, I for a split second, I felt intimidated. You should be. Um, I'm mm, no, I, mm. <laughs> no. For some reason, I've got the Olympics and James Bond. Linked together, so I think Skyfall came out in 2012, so I'm going to leave that out for the moment. Um, ooh, Lordy Lou, Lordy 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 Lou, Dark Side of the Moon. Transformers 3, Dark Side of the Moon. Ooh! Ooh! I can't think. No, it made a billion, right? It did, this, this particular film did. Oh, no, I'm sorry about Dark of the Moon. I swear Dark of the Moon nearly made a billion. It probably did, it made, it made over. But not as much as this film. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Oh yeah, I forget that film really easily. Tricky one, that one. Now, 2012. Should, should, should be easy when you think think about it. Avengers Assemble. What else could it have been? Uh, so, that's... What Pixar movies came out in 2012? Oh, good well, just, just want to say, um, yeah. you forgot your prizes last time. The Police Academy DVD, so that's to collect. Um, oh, and I was going to say you're going to like take them off me for getting all the wrong answers. No, 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 no they're still to take home. Okay. If you get so, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine here. Yeah. If you get five or more, you win another DVD of your choice. Huh. Okay. So, 2013. 2013. Highest grossing film. This you might trip up here. Because I would not have thought of this. I know that Iron Man 3 came out that year and was really successful. It was. I wouldn't know because I haven't seen Iron Man 3. Um, I, I thought that would shock you, but clearly not. Uh, hey, Tony Stark. Oh, 2013... I see you looking at my ticket stubs. I was going to say I'm kind of cheating here. Um, I'll give you a clue. I've not seen it, so it won't be up there. Ooh, ooh, that was loud. Um, I'm trying to think of all the fucking uh, all of the um, all of the shit. What what am I trying to say? All of the indie movies that you haven't seen that came out in the year 2013 mm-hmm. it's not an indie movie if you can give me one clue if I give you a clue you will get it actually genre that's the only thing I ask if, if it if it's, it's a, it is an animated movie that's all I can give you shit if I give you another clue you will get it yeah um, oh, God. Oh! Go on. I understand why you haven't seen this, because it's it's very average at best. Frozen. Frozen is correct. Oh, no, we're there. He did it with... Oh, Jesus! Long time, long one there. Firecracker went off in my face. Right, 2014. You could... I, I was just going to say, mm-hmm. um... My opinions on Frozen, I guess you could uh, just just let it go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, 2014, right. Mm. Whiplash came out that year, but didn't make a killing. I just want to put that out there, because it's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Winter Soldier was a contender, because it's Marvel. Mm-hmm. What other Disney properties came out in 2014? Maleficent? <laughs> yeah, Maleficent mm. came out in 2014, but it, it didn't make that much. No. Um, f- mm, I'm trying to remember whether The Fault in Our Stars made that much. Because it's like based off an adult novel, and it's like made little boys cry everywhere, including myself. Um, I think you might actually get five right all, all together, because... Some okay. of them by year is quite easy. Okay. So I'm going to make it a little bit harder. You have to get six right. 
I'm changing the rules halfway through the game. Ah. How about that? That is fair. That is fair. <laughs> um, oh, I mm, see what 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 is listed as the highest grossing films per year doesn't correlate with my favourite films of that same year. Mm-hmm. So, for example, my favourite film of that year would probably have been Whiplash. Right, but that's not the highest grossing film. Yeah. I'm after close. the highest grossing film of that year. I'm going to go with um, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Ha! <laughs> what? 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 The answer... Where did I slip up? My name is Optimus Prime. See, I would, I would, I would Transformers never... Age of Extinction. The worst Transformers. I would argue the best. That's for another episode. Then I will I will genuinely get you an appointment at the doctor's <laughs> and we will do a brain cell check. And I will argue why one day, but not today. I, I say that because it's on par with the last night. Oh no, nowhere near. Fair. We will have this last night is bad. It's worse than worse. I did have a longer sleep during. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the you last did. Night. That's true. So, 2015. Mm. Age of Ultron. I thought you were going to get that right. Which DC film overtook Age of Ultron? Tell me. Mm, wrong you are. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I forgot about that two point two billion grossing motherfucking ship. The remake of a new whole. I'm gonna have to listen back to these Im- impressions that I'm doing because I think they kick ass. Uh, Yoda was good. I like Yoda. Well, what about Optimus Prime? You don't have a deep enough voice to go. My name is Optimus Prime. Autobots, roll out. Yeah, that's pretty good. Fuck you. So, 2016. You might need to turn that little bit down. It might have been too loud. <laughs> It peaked. 2016. 16. Rogue One came out. Civil War came out. I'm I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep that as a hot spot right there. Right there. Civil War's gonna be a hot spot. Speak up. They can hear me, bitch. So what what's your answer? Um. Oh, 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 oh! I'm trying to think of other Disney films that came out that year. Uh, oh, Batman v Superman came out, but didn't gross a billion. It did not. There we go. There we go. Uh, I can't think. I'm just going to go Civil War. There we go. Good answer. The oh, either the third or fourth best MCU film. 2017. Haha! I'm not. I'm not going to fall apart with this one. Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Got to try that. And finally, 2018. Oh shit! Infinity War. This just went south so just, fast. Just, just kidding. It I really was, was. I was trying to fucking say the best MCU film. To be fair, I was expecting you to get that Star Wars Episode 7 one right. That's why I upped it to seven to six. But since you got five right, five, five out of nine, Jake has won himself a prize. Great. We I will mean, decide later what that prize is going to be. I hope it's Police Academy 2. No, I haven't got that. Twice Shit. anyway. So what's next? Let's have a look on the, on the agenda here. Now, the real Comic-Con was um, over the weekend. It was. The San Diego Comic-Con. I totally forgot about it until it appeared on my Twitter feed. <laughs> so, speaking of Marvel... Yes? They've announced Phase 4. Yeah, they have. Uh, the first one going to be released is the Black Widow solo film. Thoughts? Alright, because I think Florence Pugh's hot. I don't know who that is. She's the lead chick out of Midsommar. Ah, I haven't seen that yet. Neither have I, but I've seen the trailer way too many times to count. But, uh, yeah. For obvious reasons, which oh. I will not divulge here. I'm indifferent towards it. I don't care either way. Uh, aside, aside from that factor, I am also indifferent to it. Mm-hmm. It's out next May. 
Great, source. I will mark your James Bond calendar. So what's the, that's the next MCU film? There's uh, not one this winter. Nope. Not one next spring. Just ne- just next summer. Then The Eternals in not next November. Angelina Jolie. No idea who that is. Angelina Jolie. No, I mean the the film. Oh, the the team Eternals. Mm. Neither do I. Neither from like out of space or something. But when, other than that, when you say Eternals, I jog back to when that TV show uh, Inhumans came out with the chick with the massive red hair and the massive dog creature thing. I've never seen in Inhumans before. No, but I know it's a thing. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, Eternals. I can't really talk much about. Um, no, me neither. I'll watch it if the trailer's good. But other than that. Uh, my anticipation meter is on the floor for this film. It's One film that I think could sound good, then the next three sound all right. Shang, Shang-Chi. Yeah. And apparently the the villain for this film is going to be the real Mandarin. Oh, so not Ben Kingsley or... Guy Pearce. The real name. Mandarin. Uh, I would watch that. Um, yes, the reason why, and I will tell you in a minute once I've loaded this up, because really, really I should have loaded this up. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings that's the full name yep yeah that is the full name Um, I'm trying to remember until I get this up who actually stars in it Um, the lead I can't remember the name Um, okay so I can't remember the actor's name um, but he I've seen this guy in a drama on Netflix before he plays the character of Jung in Kim's Convenience, which I fucking love. Never heard of it. And you never will watch it. Never will. Probably never will. Never no. will. That's so, a catchphrase. After Shang-Chi, Doctor, Doctor Strange, which has been called the first scary MCU film. It had to happen to my favourite Marvel solo superhero movie. Mm-hmm. What about it? Um, I would watch that. Sounds good. Oh, no, no, no. I'm I'm saying it's all good. Like, Doctor Strange, aside from the Avengers films, is my favourite, like, solo, like I said, solo MCU movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that is a film where it exists on its own, but can also be connected. And the main character's lessons that he learns, like, the... Like, he's a really fucking strong character because of what he goes through. He turns from being arguably a bigger dick than Iron Man to the guy who can basically protect multiple realities. I think that's fucking awesome. Yes, I'll watch that. And Don't then I've come to bargain. The new uh, Thor. Before we cut to the new Thor, uh-huh. Doctor Strange also contains another familiar face. With Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch. Oh, that's right. And it'll tie into Wonder Vision. Wonder Vision. What an original name. <laughs> yeah, it's it makes sense though, Wonder Vision. Yeah. Is it just it's gonna be like five episodes of just Wanda and uh Vision in Scotland. And then leads directly into Playing the bagpipes. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um so after that, Thor. Love. And thunder, love and thunder. How does why, why would Jane become the new Thor? When it's, Thor is Thor, is Thor just a title or is it a name? Thor's a name, um, but the female Thor exists. Mm-hmm. Right, she's, yeah, that's right. She's, she's existed for a while, um, and it was Jane Foster who became female Thor. I don't know how. I don't know how it worked. I always thought Nat- Natalie Portman couldn't give a shit about MCU anymore. About, about yeah, Marvel. she. I'm, she I'm surprised had, at this. She had, ha, she had a big, big gap from Dark World. Like even in, do you remember Endgame? Her, her career needed that break. Yeah, it did. Because Dark World was shit. But her scenes in Endgame were used shots from Dark World. Yeah, she didn't shoot anything new. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was never. It was never, never. So yeah, uh, I'll look forward to that as well. Twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two? I can't remember which. Twenty twenty. One right. November twenty twenty one. Um, just want to point this out as well. Um, Valkyrie is the first LGBTQ superhero in the MCU. So she's all then. I have no idea. 
but whatever, because Tessa Thompson is a gorgeous specimen uh-huh. who I have seen in multiple movies and love. Um, so they also announced future films, but without a, a release date. So are these them films that we we're talking about just now have a release date in that order. In that order, yes. Nice. Um, nice. But these films haven't got a release date, but they're currently in development. Whether script, pre-production, or even filming, actually, they could be. They could be filming. One of know. which I thought was perfect casting, but we'll get to. Yes, I'll tell you about it. Um, Guardians three. Yeah, that's happening after Thor, isn't it? Possibly, if it hasn't got a release date, all these will be. I think I read in these, these could be Phase Four films. Um, uh, no, I don't think that um, Guardians Three is because James Gunn has went on either Twitter or some news interview and has apologised that Guardians Three isn't going to be in Phase Four. So I think that's pretty much confirmed. Oh right, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Thor: Love and Thunder ends off Phase Four, in my opinion. Because, don't forget, you've also got the shows on Disney+. Plus. Yes, which we'll just quickly talk about. There was Loki. Loki. And the one I'm looking forward to the most, including all, all these films, What If? What was the plot? What was the, what? It, it's, it's animated, animated, isn't it? It's animated. animated. It, I, I'm, I'm presuming so. It is animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying that. But it's a What If? It so stars... something, some, something small will change in the MCU. And then it'll, the episode will show how that possible future will d- develop. Okay. So I'll be quite interested to see. But also, it stars a character called The Watcher, which was played by... Stan Lee. Yes. But it's been recasting. Naturally. If they turned around with What If coming out and Stan Lee had recorded like 26 episodes worth of just Watcher footage. You never know. Yeah. Anyway, so um, Guardians 3, Black Panther 2. Oh, was that like confirmed as a... Like, a I think yeah. so, yeah. It's okay. confirmed to be in development. Wait, that was confirmed like two days after Black Panther came out, mm. so we knew it was coming out. Uh, yeah, I'll look forward to seeing that. Now, these two I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, you are. I shouldn't be looking forward to the next one, but I am. Yeah, you are. Fantastic Four. Oh, I don't. I didn't. That's know in development that. now. They're doing it. Ah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, especially since after the dreadful Fantastic, which may be the worst comic book film ever made. Which, ironically, I was also considering for highest grossing film of 2015. You are what? I'll say it normally, but that, that'll sound sexy as fuck. Um, I was also jokingly considering that for highest grossing film of 2015. Because <laughs> it, it made a note. Yeah. Uh, but the one I'm most looking forward to... Here we go. Blade. Even the name was cool, Blade. Mahershala Ali, aside from... Because when I was thinking about this, my mind went to Idris Elba, and I was like... Idris Elba? He would be fucking lit as Blade. What's his original alias called again? I mean, his his real name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh God, you're asking a question now. Like, um, I'll I'll let you um, ponder on that. I'm not I'm not, I'm not going to look it up. I want to guess. Uh, okay, I'll look it up, but I'm pretty sure you'll not get it. Um, look it up and give me the first letter of his first name. I looked up Mahershala Ali, and he hasn't um, been and he hasn't been in a great deal of many things. Moonlight. The Oscar award. Yeah, yeah, he's Moonlight. been in stuff recently, but Elite the Battle Angel. Yes, he played the henchman or something. Yeah, he played the evil pawn. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of anything else he's been in. But I thought, aside Predators. from Mr. Elba, Predators. Oh, he's in that. Yeah, he's in that. Oh, I just thought it was perfect casting, aside from Mr. Elba. Ooh, okay, okay. Mr. Okay. Elba isn't in Predators. No, I meant for the casting of the character Blade. Oh. Whose name I don't have yet. <laughs> so you're on your own. Now, I'd never thought that anyone could replace Wesley Snipes. I have never seen any of the Blade movies. Wow. I'm Forget re- about doing a poster movie. We've got to watch a Blade film. In because fact, we've got to watch all, all three. In fact, after the podcast, let's watch Blade 1. That escalated quick, quickly, that like, didn't it? Yeah, that escalated quickly. I mean, really quickly. Um, I don't know the exact quote from Anchorman. Um, yeah, I know that the f- second one... Uh, Blade's real name is Eric Brooks. 
Eric Brooks. Yes, I knew it. I knew it was something like that. I would never have guessed that. Because his first name is mentioned in the first film. Oh, okay. Um, I know that the second Blade was directed by Guillermo del Toro. That is correct. Was it the first one as well that he directed? No, the first one was directed by uh, Stephen Norrington. He went on to do League of Extraordinary, Extraordinary Gentlemen after that, ah. and then retired because he hated, hated the process. Yeah, I can see why. I can... Okay, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is a special film for me. In the fact that when it came out at the time, I thought it was one of the best movies of all time. Is it a guilty pleasure for you, that film? Definitely. Because the definition of a guilty pleasure isn't Avengers Endgame. Yes. It's a film that critically... Bombed. People don't like. Yeah. Generally. Yeah. Which, that fits. But some people find enjoyment in it, which, like you do. So yeah. therefore, it's a guilty pleasure. It is It is a guilty pleasure for me, but watching it recently, I think I watched it like a few years back. Bits of it, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I can understand the flaws in it. Like, I can definitely see... Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. I can appreciate them, though. But, uh, yes, we're going to watch Blade. I'm, I'm surprised you haven't seen Blade. May, may, maybe not tonight, but we will definitely watch it next next time we call 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 it. Cool beans. Blade Two. I will see right now is one of the best comic book films made. Can't wait to see it. Fucking awesome. So yes, moving on from the MCU, Edward Furlong is returning to the Terminator series. He was the kid I, in the second one, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. John John uh, John John Connor. I don't know how he's going to fit into this new timeline. Neither do I, because the only film that I've seen and remember is is, is, is Terminator 2. I've seen Terminator 2 and Terminator 4. Wow, so you're missing out like the odd numbers, are you? Are you doing like a Star, Star, a Star Trek thing here, are you? Yeah, hence why I'm watching Dark Fate and fucking Genesis. Yeah. So you haven't seen Terminator 1? No. Bloody hell. I know. Do you like Terminator 2 then? Terminator 2 is a good movie. I awesome. gave it a 7 out of 10. Yeah, so I can't wait for, for this film. Uh, the Terminator's timeline is more fucked up than the X-Men timeline. That's saying a lot. Because <laughs> there's a lot more time time travel in these films. Oh, shit. I didn't know the time travel was involved. Well, oh, well, actually... Yeah, Genesis. Well, You didn't know the Terminator had time time travel. Yeah, it's just coming back to us now. because the, the entire the- premise... Of the series is based on time time travel. That's like watching Back to, Back to the Future and going, "Oh, I didn't know time travel was in these films." <laughs> We're gonna go back, and, and that's, that's it. it. <laughs> Gotta go back in time. Uh, what's next? New It trailer. Yeah, that was that was a good trailer. Not. Mm, it was good. good. That's what that's what I've just said. Not as good as the teaser, though. Well, teasers are normally better than the trailers. They, no they're, they're supposed who, to just tease. They're supposed to tease. No one who dies ever really dies. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I'm just staring at that <laughs> like the woman does in the trailer. Yeah, but she doesn't stay for, stay for that long. She really does. You count. I was staring for about maybe 10 seconds there. I think she go, like stares for about 12 off the oh, top of my head right okay she, she stares, stares for a long time, time. well sorry Pennywise stares for a long time yeah but good trailer yeah showed, showed um, a lot of stuff but without giving much away good and, and I, don't I don't need to see another trailer for it no I don't either yeah Um. so definite see definite opening weekend yes sorry sorry Um. I'm just thinking of another trailer that came out that I kind of briefly want to talk about yeah yeah sure sure um do you remember when you were in secondary school and you were totally new to horror? Like, you would watch a horror film and you would, like, be scared by it. Do you remember those days when you'd be terrified of horror films? I still am. Nice. Brave. That's brave of you to admit that. Um, Definitely. So, there were videos circulating around the internet when we were bands. Aye. Yeah. And... You, they would leave an imprint on your mind and you'd get occasional like when you were by yourself you would just go oh shit that scene oh that scene this is what I've been experiencing since Friday when I watched the trailer for Cats <laughs> what the fuck is with that film what What? actually so you start from the beginning what is it 
Cats was originally an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. About dogs. Cats. <laughs> Just I haven't seen the musical myself. I lie. I watched it with my ex, but remember nothing. Like all I remember is loads of people dressed in proper cat attire, so like wearing fur costumes, and they've got their faces painted like cats. And I'll tell you something. They look way better than the characters do in the movies trailer. So in the movie, why did they make them look like they do in the musical? Why didn't they just have actual cats? Like, see, not actual, you know, like oh, CGI cats, in- cats, like they do in the new Lion King? Yeah. Yeah. Instead think- of them making them look horrific? Y- yeah. Like, like, like I, I say, say nightmare, nightmare fuel. You're, they're just asking to be made into a meme. Yeah. Um, but, but then, then again, again, it's directed by the guy, Tom Hooper, who did King's Speech. Oh, yeah. Is, so. Oh, so it's going to be shite, then. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be awful. But the new Lion King is apparently shite. <laughs> but it's making a killing at the box office. It's making a hell of a lot of money. Because of nostalgia. Yeah. Remember when you were a kid? Not you specifically, because you haven't seen it, Ethan. I haven't seen it, no. Remember when you were a kid and you saw Lion King? Do you remember how much you loved that film? Why not take your kids this summer holiday and see it again? And have it look as realistic as possible with the songs you still love and enjoy yourself. That's not going to happen with cats. So next up... You want to talk about The Witcher? It, it, it's a game that you've played, it played, isn't it? I've played Witcher 2 and 10 minutes of The Witcher 3. Was it a good 10 minutes? It was a fucking great 10 minutes. Didn't warrant any more time, did it? No, I tell you why. <laughs> I tell you why. Tell me why. Ain't nothing. Tell me why. Ain't nothing. <laughs> Best scene from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, it is. Right, okay, which is, why did you just play 10 minutes? Tell me why. Um, I didn't know this at the time, but there are books preceding the games. So the games are unofficial sequels to the books. Right. So, naturally, you want to start from Iron Man and not start from Iron Man 3, let's say. Right, so why are you, why why haven't you played the first game in the series then? Um, mainly because the first game in the series takes place after the last published book at the time. There's like seven books. Right. Originally, these seven books came out in the 90s to the early 2000s. CD Projekt Red, a Polish company, then made the first game on PC, which then spawned a Xbox 360 slash PC sequel. The Witcher 2, Assassination, Assassin of Kings, which then led to the 2015 current-gen console, PS4, PC, Xbox One, The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. I, The Witcher to me is one of those series where I want to take it as seriously as I can, mm-hmm. despite it being fantasy. Um, I want to look at this from the beginning, understand what's happening and enjoy the ride I've read half of the first book it's basically a bunch of short stories like that all like kind of like merge into one with like threading plot lines and stuff and I really fucking love it it's uh, on par with Chris's book one of the best books I've ever written read not written. I did not write Chris's book. I did not plagiarized. Plagiarism is the worst. Um, so this Netflix TV show is an adaptation of those books. Oh, really? It's not an adaptation of the games. And the creators have stated they are not adapting the games. Oh, fair dues. Which is more than fine, because the games themselves have more detail and five times more content than a single AAA game on the market today. Think about how long you played in uh, Red Dead 2. Yeah. 
Good while. 100 plus hours. Time's, Time's up, up by three, three for Witcher 3. Well, is, is, that, is that how long it takes to complete? Pretty much. Pretty much. Oh, well. So, so I am excited. excited. I, I think, think at the, the moment, moment Henry Cavill is a good choice, choice mainly because he's a fan. And he understands. That's, that's, that, that's what you need, though, isn't it? Someone yeah, who someone who understands the character slash the source material. As the well. world, yeah, the source material, let's say. I'm excited. We've seen brief little snippets. I don't mind the casting of Yennefer and Siri. The two characters in it. Don't 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 don't, don't confuse it with the phone I've got in my hand. Um, many people have said, "Oh, Siri and Yennefer don't look like the characters from the games, and they're played by different ethnicities." Hey. They, they look, look good. good. They're going to do a good job. Casting directors have a job to do. Their job is to find a character... Sorry. Their job is to find an actor who is the personification of a written character. Like, Yennefer and Siri were originally written characters in fiction. They didn't stem from a video game. So, that's what they've got it based on. I'm excited. Makes sense. I'm an excited boy. Uh, there was a teaser released for Snowpiercer. Have you heard of that? Oh, okay. When when, when we, we were talking, talking about, about this, this, I assumed I assumed you were going to talk about the film Snowpiercer. <laughs> right. So, so you're going to have to give me context here, boy. What is this Snowpiercer teaser that we're on about? Uh, it's going to be a TV show. It's going to be. Oh, can you call it a V-boot? Just so, so it's based it's off, just, the, yeah, based based on off the, Hong, the Korean film. Yeah. I, well, Korean-American. Yeah. No, no, that was based on something else. Oh, was it? Yeah. The, these two different projects are based on, on the same thing. I think I think it's a book. Okay, it's, it's based on a novel. So there's a snow-paced TV show, separate from the from the movie, yes. but based on the same premise. Right. Like, uh, so it's set maybe... No more than 20 years after this event. And uh, the world governments united to try and uh, control climate change or reverse it somewhat mm. by dispersing some sort of drones or whatever in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Rather than have the effect that they want, they want, they initially wanted, it caused a new ice age. Yes. I've so, seen clips of the film. The entirety of humanity now resides on, on this train. train that circumnavigates the gl- the globe. It's essentially a bullet train. Uh-huh. Never stops. Never stops. It's a good idea. That's a fucking great premise. So, I think I'm in for this uh, TV show, for this snow, this snow piece. And yes. it was made, uh, Chris, Chris Evans stars in it. Yes. The film. It was when, uh, oh, during Winter Soldier Days. 2014. So, the... He plays a character who is like really thin and emasculated, and like you know. So obviously, he had to wear like uh, baggy clothes to hide his physique because mm-hmm. he was probably mus- uh, muscular for the winter, winter, the winter swords, like, wasn't he? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, next on the agenda, you've watched the pilot for Stranger Things. Finally, it's taken me what. Four years, three years. Three years, because it's season three now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I'm going to say three years. Um, yeah, um, The Stranger Things, alongside Game of Thrones, alongside The Handmaid's Tale, alongside all the Marvel Netflix TV shows, I just simply haven't watched. I lie, I've, I've got halfway through season two of Game of Thrones, but I haven't got back to it. Yeah, um, the only reason why I've started watching this, someone came up to me and said, oh, have you seen the new series of Stranger Things? When da 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 And I'm like, no, 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 no. I haven't seen any of it. And he's like, oh, based on the type of films you watch, you love it. it sounds like it'll be right up your street. So I started watching it, and uh, the pilot's pretty good. What's like- it, what, so what's it about? Uh, at, at the, the moment, moment nothing set in stone, stone but because Kate really likes it yeah so starts off well it really starts off in a facility um starts off in a facility where 
this guy is running away from something. Mm. And this something gets him in the lift as he's exiting the facility. Right. Quick car beep. Um, it then cuts to a bunch of kids playing a Dungeons & Dragons game. And basically they've been playing for about 10 hours and it's time for them to all get home and get to bed. So the party disbands as they go to their respective homes and the last two basically have a bike race back to their houses. One of them gives up and then just starts cycling normally whereas the other kid cycles accidentally into the facility mentioned in the beginning because it's got like a kind of government property trespassers will be shot kind of thing. Yep. Um, and so a thing... Maybe, Maybe not related, related to the, the thing, thing that killed, killed the man in the beginning, beginning but this thing is chasing, he finds this kid, and he starts chasing him back to his house, where, in a flash of light, the kid disappears. And most of the episode is dedicated to his family and his friends trying to search for him. Storyline 2 in the episode... A, don't know whether it's a girl or a boy, but I'm pretty sure it's a girl. Um, basically, ends up outside of said facility, and basically makes it to this diner where she like sneaks into the back and starts eating the food. This guy sees her and catches her. Basically, starts questioning her like, "Who are you? What what are you doing here?" you abandoned by your parents because this this kid's in like kind of hospital like gown just had his or her head completely shaved so like I said you don't know whether it's a girl or a boy it's a girl um, and the only the only kind of clue you're given is zero one one on their arm so when he asks them what his name is he notices the let's say tattoo which is the, 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 the person's being tattooed. Um, they're known as Eleven, which is a name that I've heard for the past three years but had no context to. So I was like, what the fuck's Eleven in Stranger Things mm-hmm. when it's this person? Um, turns out this person has some weird funky powers. Um, it's a hot day in America. She's eating while the guy is getting on to the like, the police and saying, oh, I found this kid, uh, someone needs to come get her, I don't know what's up with her and stuff. The fan, there's, there's a fan in the room at the time, and it makes this kind of noise, when it when it does a full cycle, it makes this noise, so she just stares intensely at the fan and the fan just stops. Mm-hmm. So you're like, ooh, this bitch has powers. Um, and the episode ends with the search for the kid from the beginning, escalating to pretty much the entire town looking for this kid and the kids who were playing D&D stumble upon Eleven and the episode ends until next week also Dan stars Hellboy David Harbour yeah yeah watch it it's pretty good I'm going to watch some more of it good good and now on to the review of the episode we have both seen... Holy shit, yes! Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man A Mile From Home. Spider-Man... Homeless. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, I was fine with it. I thought it was alright. It was fine. I'll just say this. The point in the last podcast where me and Chris said... That the podcast that isn't up yet. Yes. But when the listeners listen to it, they'll have context. We currently don't. Um, but the point where me and Chris went, right, we can't talk about this because it would ruin it for you. The Mysterio Illusions. Yeah, the, the scene where, where, where Spider-Man doesn't know what's going on. Yes. Yeah, fucking awesome. Why was there only one of those? Uh, there was kind of two. Where was the second one? Do you know at the very last fight where he's like, okay, uh, where he Peter suddenly Tingle. where he suddenly regains his spider sense? Yeah, it's Peter Tingle. Yeah, where where did it go? The, okay, 
conveniently he didn't have it. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Put, Put it this way. way. Your mentor, who you've known for such a short amount of time, but it feels like forever, has died. Yeah, you knew him for about two months. Yeah. Right. But let me just say this, Dan. There are people who have had relations... Relationships, should I say, with parental figures for a month, and that parental figure is gone. Yeah. So there are people in this world who have been in a worse state than Peter has in these movies. Mm-hmm. So imagine your mentors died, and you have been sent on this vacation where you're meant to relax, but you're getting hounded by the big man from up top, Mr. Scroll Man or whatever. Mm hmm. And yeah, and your mentor, your father figure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Only yeah, yeah. father figure since Uncle Ben died, gives you these new sunglasses, right? Edith. Edith. Um, to carry on the legacy, you know that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He passes it to fucking Quentin Beck, the villain of the piece. Yes. Is he stupid? Edith was there because Tony believed. That Peter could be the next. No, he, he believed in him to be a good hero. Yeah, a good hero. From Peter's perspective, he doesn't see himself at the point where Tony saw him. He saw Quentin Beck. He saw Quentin Beck take on these elemental figures and completely annihilate them. Now, obviously, we know it's not real. Exactly. Yeah, we know it's not real. Mysterious. So for the for the first half of that film, I was not invested in it. I think it's going to be a different. Ex- this film will be a different experience for someone who doesn't know comic books. Yeah, like, like I, I don't, don't even know Mysterio that well. well. I don't mis- either. I but I know he's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah the, the only Mysterio kind of context I know of is like what he does in the second Spider-Man Two game, the, the Spider-Man Two game that yeah. was released on par with the movie. Those side quests were amazing. Um, that was all the information I knew, but Mysterio, the clues in the name, mm-hmm. like with most Marvel hero villains, the clues in the name, Mysterio, he's mysterious, Sandman, he's made of sand, Venom, he's a cunt, um, so yeah, he sees Quentin as a better version than him. Of course he's going to give over the shades. Of course he's going to go, right, you are the better person. I give these to you to lead humanity into a better age. I'm going to go off and go snog the girl I love. Trust me, Peter, I would too. Um, but knowing the character of Quentin Beck and knowing that it's a Marvel movie, like from that point on, it gets really good in my opinion. Like, like, from, from the, the whole exposition, exposition scene, which many people think is forced, but compared to other Marvel movies, it doesn't seem that forced. Like, who who could have put together that the technology that Tony had made, for well, that featured in Civil War, would later come into context with more relevance? That was a good link back. Like it was that. a very good link back. And the connections that got him to that point yeah. so Obadiah had a technician who then worked for Quentin realising he was fucked by Tony's company by Obadiah and wanted revenge on that respect it was just the same sort of villain setup as the Vulture someone else yeah. who was disgruntled at Tony Stark someone else who wanted revenge against them mm. same old same old how a, a Spider-Man villain who has nothing to do with Tony, Tony, Tony Stark we're probably going to get that in Spider-Man 3 when it comes out. Maybe not. Who knows? Yeah, we don't know where Spider-Man's going to go from this point. Uh, and I thought um, the two action scenes with the elementals, the one with the water in Venice and then the other one, the fire one in Prague, uh-huh. really boring. Yeah, I would agree on that. Like, I think this is just wasting time, I just thought. Yeah. But in my opinion, it makes up for it when Peter is... This, this, this is what I was getting back to. Your mentor's died. You see this person as someone who's better than you. And then, within a snap, they completely fuck with your mind. And from that point forward, you don't know what's real. Mm. Like, there wasn't much of that, though, afterwards. You don't know what's real and what's not. 
Yeah, yeah but in a short space of time, if I was in that position, I would freak the fuck out. But that mysterious same ways of creating all the illusions is ten times better than the actual film. Where That's he... like a standout moment in an average film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's as good as anything Marvel have done in this in this universe. Yeah, yeah. fucking awesome scene. Yeah, but seeing there's only one of it, and there was only for like two minutes. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mysterio, not even in the top ten villains. Really? Nowhere near. He's, he's probably in my top, top ten. ten, lower top ten, but, but he's, he's definitely, definitely there. Mm-hmm. And I thought the final battle with, again, the hero fights dr- like drones or robots. Like, this is not en- entertaining right. to, f- to fight drones or, or robots. Mm-hmm. Just wasting time. Mm-hmm. But I like the bits in the uh, corridor where he's fight- fighting the drones mid-illusion. Yeah, yeah he uses Peter, Peter Tingle. Tingle. Yeah. That's, that's, the, other, right. that's the second... Illusion I was getting at. It's not a full uh-huh. illusion, but it is. It still is because of that point where it looks like Quentin's dying, and then he gets him on the side. I like that. Yeah, which, which also leads into the the post credit scene. Uh, for what the movie is, average at best. Okay. These are two of the best post credits in the MCU. I would say the best two, purely because of J.K. Simmons. Return. That was a good surprise. Purely because of... Holy shit. That may not have been Samuel L. Jackson the entire time. Yeah, yeah. When you see that credit scene where the, it's re- uh, re- revealed to be uh, two scrolls, I think that sort of makes sense because Nick Fury didn't seem the usual Nick, Nick Fury. The way that I see it, Nick Fury could have been severely injured in Winter Soldier and they may have gone oh quick we've got a switch and what point would he have been really injured when he faces off against the Winter Soldier and he's out for pretty much most of the movie and then you well, see they faked, the they faked his death they, they faked his death though and then he came back later on so you think that's when they made the switch I, do you I think, think they, made, they made of, the switch that that's far one of the points where they made the switch hmm I think they made it after the Tony Stark f- uh, funeral. Because mm. I think the real Nick Fury would have wanted would have wanted, wanted to be there. Yeah, that's true. Because he had Captain Marvel there as well. She could have said, "That's true." I've got contacts, Nick. I know what, what I can do. Wink. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's. Well, you just did a double blink there, so I don't know what you meant. Dan's having a seizure. <laughs> He's having a stroke on the left side of his body. Now I'm going to see it. That looks like kind of muscle boy scout. So I initially texted you saying, you know, Spider Man Far From Home, 7 out of 10. Then immediately afterwards, I was like, this is a 6. This this is a 3 star film. It was en- enjoyable, mm-hmm. but I don't think I would ever watch it again. Mm. So I gave it a 6. A high, a high 3. A 5 mm-hmm. or a 6 is a 3. Yeah, 5 yeah, yeah. or 3, 6 high 3. So I give it a 6. Mm-hmm. What, what about you? I would, um, I, I went into this film knowing what kind of villain Mysterio was, and the plot points where it was like, oh, he's fighting the Elemental Lords, I get that, but the fake, he's fake, up to the point where he started revealing, oh, this connects back to Civil War, I was like, oh yeah, I know all this is fake, but I'm still enjoying it for what it is. Like, in my opinion, obviously you don't, you completely don't agree with this. Like, watching Endgame for the third time, I honestly struggled to keep my eyes open during that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the first time watching that film where I actually struggled to look at the screen. Like, there was more points when I was either looking around or going out for a drink. Um, and it doesn't help that it's a long film. Three hours, yeah. Um, Far From Home, I was in the mindset of... Peter, I wanted a fucking vacation. I wanted to see shit in front of my eyes. I wanted to see people enjoying themselves. And to an extent, people enjoy themselves. Like Quentin Beck's having fun creating these illusions and like faking everything and uh, making everyone believe he's the hero that people need. And Peter wants to tell Zendaya that she's 
fine, fine piece of meat. Of meat. Mm-hmm. I think the design of Mist of Mist Mysterio was good. Yeah. Yeah. It looks good, mm-hmm. but the more it's the motivations behind it all. I just can't get behind. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's very... Too similar to Vulture. It's very, 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 very cheesy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so, so much cheese. You can call it the Lean Tower of Cheeser. Which is great because they went to Italy. No, they didn't. Venice is in Italy. That's correct. They did go to Venice. Did they go to Venice? Yeah, they did. That's they the beginning of the film. Into Venice. Then they went to Prague. Prague. Then to Berlin. Yeah, Berlin. I was going to say Budapest, but no, that's Black Widow. Uh, then to London. Yeah. yeah. I love London. It is our city. Um, I would give it a 7 out of 10. I do want to watch it again. Um, the second act for me, I just really like. And especially the post-credit scene, which we're going to talk about now, J.K. Simmons. Like, like, like Well, like I said... Awesome throwback. It's um, different as well because the Daily Bugle isn't a newspaper. It's like a web. J.K. Simmons in this is akin to J.K. Simmons in the game, the most recent game we got. Remember, he has his own little podcast. Yes. Yeah, it's very, very similar to that, and I'm glad that they went with that approach. It wasn't a direct ripoff because it wasn't a podcast. It was a, a web blog type of thing. Yeah, web blog. Yeah, and also the fact that. Mysterio managed to create ideally an illusion within an illusion before he died. Freeing Peter Parker for the uh, for those bots. Yeah. He owns Tony's tech and his real name is Peter Parker and he's like It's going to be interesting to see where that goes next but um, like we said we looked at the upcoming Marvel films. We won't when know, will we find out? We won't know for a good three or four years. It's going to be a kind of wait. That, that's fine. Peter's just going to hide out for three years, just being depressed. Sword. Yes, the space division of S.H.I.E.L.D., sort of. That could be touched on in the Eternals, I don't know why. That's what I'm thinking as well. Yeah. Because Black Widow's going to be a prequel. Yeah. Because she's dead. So, Good riddance. next week, what are we talking about? Well, well, we're definitely, definitely watching Blade, Blade for next week. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get you into, in, into Blade, eh? We're definitely so, um, watching Blade. Any I'll try and have some more things planned. I will podcast. try and think of a quiz for this little Yes, man. you do a quiz, quiz, a quiz for me. This, You're this two time. for two at the moment. I need to up my game. Yeah, you've won two out of two. So next week, we shall see you all then. I've been Dan. That has been Jake. Say, say goodbye to the folk, Jake. Cheers, I'm going to get my copy of Police Academy now. Yes. Toodles. 